Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm flying home by Perisic. It's Eric Dyer. Here's Lucas Moura. Oh, they've done it! Yeah! What a strike by Bissouma! Audios flying in again and wins it. Great work from Romero. What a save by Lloris. Jed Spence. Oh! Off the bar of Jonasson! Bulgarian Kulisewski! The strike at Gasson! Scores! Crossing Kane! Can you truly believe this? My name is Fabrizio Romano, I am a football journalist, and here we go. Transfer window is really, I say, a crazy word. It's like a jungle, because everything can happen every minute, every day. It's like playing football, in my opinion, because when you get news about transfer market, I feel like scoring a goal, I always say, in an important match, in a Champions League match. And you always have to stay concentrated, you always have to stay in contact with the right people. I live with my phone. I, I always say, like my friends, every day everything can happen. So I start with, with agents, I then have contracts also with sport directors, it can be also with the player. In this football today, more than five years ago or seven years ago, now agents are so important in transfer markets. So also the players can help you, but the players uh, many times are the last to know what will happen really. It's not easy to say what are my sources, but because it changes every time with every, with every transfer. During the transfer market, I sleep like five or six hours, uh, from five until ten. Then I get up and I wake up and I start to be <laughs> with my phone all over the day. Uh, I start making calls with, as I told you, with agents, with directors. I work in Milano. Here we have the center of the transfer market here in Milano. I love the city and I love the adrenaline of the city because everything can happen here. And yes, I immediately started to go around Milano. Not in the summer because we you know, have the virus, so the situation is complicated also. Here in Italy and also in other countries, they meet in the restaurants, they meet in the hotels. So we try to find them. It's like Pokemon. 
them on my thing because you have to find them. Sometimes uh, you can stay like one day, like spending nine hours, 10 hours and you don't find anything. It's totally changing in my opinion. It's totally changed about the timing more than money because uh, the timing of the money and the move in the money between the top clubs is totally different. I remember 10 years ago, nine years ago, it was like, one week to complete an agreement you were going to see the rumor about the top club and seven days later you had the player with with the new club now you need like one month or two months also because the intermediary have an important part and they have to be paid with important important commissions it's a drama but it's about dreams and when you have dreams as the focus and dreams are not for top clubs or for middle table clubs or for second division clubs. Dreams are for every fan in football. So also if you have a news about the small team, <clears throat> it can be a dream for a fan and for many fans. Always we will have the drama, we will have people connected on the social media to find news on the websites, on the papers, on the TV. Always the transfer market will be the center of the show. Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. We hope you're keeping very, very safe and well. Hope you had a lovely, lovely Christmas. We are here, ready to look ahead to the January transfer window. Joining me on Last Word on Spurs, I've got the brilliant Jamie Brown over at the Daily Hotspur. Jay, you well? How are you? You all good? Super. Yeah, all good. All good, thank you, Ricky. Yeah, and obviously looking forward to today's show. Yep, absolutely. Joining us once again on Last Word on Spurs. Been a while, we've got the wonderful Fabrizio Romano. Back with us, Fabrizio. How hello, are you, my friend? Hello, hello, hello guys. Hello. Hope you had a great Christmas. Yes, all great, all great. Ready for the January transfer window and hope with some good news for you very soon. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fab, thank you ever so much for joining us. We've got a short, we've only got like a short period review, so we're going to try and cram in as much as we can. I think there's only one place to start, and that's, of course, with Antonio Conte. Uh, we saw some recent comments that he gave to Sky Sport where he said, we'll try to do something in regards to the January transfer window, but we have to follow the club's vision. So I just want to ask you, Fab, it, it does feel at the moment where particularly maybe the board have one aspect where they want to go, Conte maybe has another. So can you tell us where we are with regards to contract negotiations, if Conte is still happy at the club as things stand, in your opinion? I think Conte is happy. The real point is that Antonio Conte uh, and this kind of the same situation he had with Inter uh, at some point also with Chelsea, he would love to sign players uh, ready. Players ready to make an impact in the next game, not waiting maybe three, four months to adapt and to have some time to adapt to his ideas, his system. And this is the point. And to sign these kind of players, especially in the January transfer window, you need to spend big money, not just on the fee, but also on the salary, because you mean top players. For example, Casemiro to my United last summer was an important signing because he was absolutely ready. So this kind of, of moves. But he knows that Tottenham vision is different. Uh, he mentioned the salaries because this is a key point. He said we signed Bentancur and Kuluseski in January uh, last year and this is what we have to do also this, this year. So the vision of the club is be different. They are protecting the club uh, ideas for the future. Antonio would love to have players ready. They will try to, to make something to have a mix. So, for example, Bentancur and Kuluseski are the perfect mix. They are not just talented players, but they are also ready to make an impact and they, they did very well. And this is what Tottenham will try to do also in January. So, he means it's not easy to act in the January transfer window with this kind of vision, but this is the reality of Tottenham and this is what they will try to do. Fab, just very quick before Jamie comes in there. Just in your personal opinion, do you expect Conte to sign a new contract before the end of this current season? 
Honestly, at the moment, it's still not something that advanced. Uh, I think in November, in October, we had some rumors saying that it was really close. And from what I'm told, it was not that close, but not because Antonio is not happy at Tottenham, but because he wants to wait. He wants to focus uh, on, on the pitch now. He wants to focus on this season. And then in the next months to discuss with the club again and also with his family. His family is going to be a crucial point for his future. He wants to understand what's the best idea for, for him to, to continue next season or to try something different. So at the moment, he has not decided yet. So it's really difficult to say if Antonio will sign or not because at the moment we are not at the stage where Antonio has decided to leave or maybe where Antonio decided to stay and sign a new deal. It will take some time, I think, and this January transfer window will be really important to understand this decision. Just quickly on Spurs' policy, as you mentioned, kind of signing younger players, maybe on smaller wages. Is that something that Conte is happy with? Is he okay that Spurs are going to do that? Or is that something that is frustrating him? I would not say frustrating, but it's not. Honestly, I think it's not what Antonio Conte loves in football. As I mentioned before, I give you an example. When he was at Inter, he wanted Olivier Giroud from Chelsea as backup striker for Romero Lukaku. Uh, and Inter, for 1 million euros difference, decided not to proceed for Giroud because they wanted to sign younger players with different kind of strategy. And look what Giroud is doing with, with France, with Milan. He made the difference. And so for Antonio, was kind of reason to say that was a big opportunity for, for us. This is what's happening now at Tottenham. I think he wants this kind of players. I, doesn't mean, I don't mean Giroud, but I mean players with experience, players ready mm. to make an impact. And the club is also following their vision with young players. For example, mm. uh, as happened with, uh, with Spence in the summer, he's not a player who Antonio requested on the market. They wanted to sign him because they trust him for the future. But mm. there are some differences, but it's also true that Antonio knows how he's Tottenham vision. That has always been Tottenham vision. And so they will keep going with that kind of, of idea. So Antonio will try to adapt to the club idea, but also to find this mix with players like Bentancur and Kulusevski, who are not ready to make an impact in, in, in few days, but then after a few weeks and months, they are important players for Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, just in terms of the squad, obviously we've seen that there is still lots of work to do, lots of positions to kind of target. Where are you where are you kind of expecting Spurs to prioritize this month in terms of where they'll look to strengthen the squad? I would mention the midfielder. Uh, I think midfielder and left-footed centre-back. These are the two the two priorities. Then let's see what happens with the uh, right-winger situation because uh, on the right wing we have to see what happens with the with the outgoings, if there will be some opportunity for maybe for Spence, maybe for uh, Emerson Royal. Uh, so we have to see in that position what happens. But I think the real priority is the midfielder. They wanted to sign a midfielder in the summer with uh, Brian Hill, who was close to joining Valencia. It was a done deal. And then it didn't happen because Tottenham didn't find the right opportunity for a new, for a new midfield. And then the centre-back has to be an opportunity, a good opportunity at good price, again, with normal salary and not crazy salary. And in that case, Tottenham could be ready to act. So I think these are the two key positions and then we have to see for the right winger. Yeah, just in terms of maybe some options, right wing back seems to be an area that Spurs do want to strengthen in. Pedro yes. Porro, of course, of, of Sporting Lisbon is a guy that we do seem to be looking at. Kind of what's your, what's your understanding of Spurs' interest in that player? Is that genuine links there? Yes, it's true that Tottenham appreciate the player. Tottenham have sent their, their scouts to follow this boy multiple times when he was playing with, uh, with Sporting. So he's a player they know very well. Uh, he's considered a kind of perfect player to play in Antonio Conte's system. And this is why he's really appreciated. It's not easy to find players ready to play in that position with Antonio Ideas. So he's really appreciated. But Rumen Amorim, sporting manager, when he signed the new contract with Sporting, uh, it was a few weeks ago, uh, from the board, they told him, we are not selling Pedro Porro in January. No way. If someone will pay the close, this could be the case. But it also depends on Manchester City because Man City have a buyback close for 25 million. So it's not just about the close, it's also about Man City. And so at the moment, 
uh, Ruben Amorim is convinced that the player is staying at least until the end of the season. Mm. So it's 45 million euros. And this is why I think it's not going to be an easy one. At the moment, there are no negotiations because it's on Tottenham. If they pay the close, is the point. Otherwise, for Sporting, it's not even in discussion. Mm. Just on, you mentioned as well about a left-sided centre-back. Um, that would be fantastic if Spurs can get that done. And one player that Spurs have been linked with is Piero Hincapi of uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Is that a player that Spurs are genuinely interested in? Yes, yes. Uh, Incapier is appreciated by Tottenham. Uh, let me say that Fabio Paratici already knew this player when he was at Juventus. He was super young. He was playing in uh, South America and he was already monitoring him. Also Napoli-Juventus at that point and the player joined by Leverkusen. So Paratici knows the player so well since since long time. And now, of course, uh, it's an interesting opportunity. He had a good World Cup. Uh, it's not easy to find left-footed centre-backs on the market. Tottenham, we know, were dreaming of Guardiola in the summer, last summer, then now the price is absolutely crazy. But they always wanted to find that kind of player, a talented uh, left-footed centre-back. Incapier is appreciated, uh, it's true. Bayer Leverkusen want to keep all their players until the end of the season and they'll sell in the summer. This is why it's not going to be easy to negotiate. It has to be an important proposal. Mm -hmm. I'm told that Tottenham have a very good relationship also with the agents of the player, of people representing the players. So uh, let's see if they will decide to act. At the moment, also in this case, it's not a negotiation, club to club. There is not an official bid. So we have to wait and see if Tottenham will really act. But we can confirm that he's a player appreciated by Tottenham, Mm -hmm. for sure. There are also other clubs, eh? because, for example, in Italy, Inter are following him. Uh, also in uh, in England, other clubs have sent their scouts to follow him, including Chelsea. But Chelsea are now signing Badia Shield from from Monaco. So there are many clubs on Incapi, but Tottenham will keep an eye on him for sure. Mm. Just one player, one other position we want to kind of get clarification on was was that forward position. Maybe signing an alternative to a likes of a Harry Kane or a Charleston, because Spurs have had several injuries in that area, and that's left us short. Is that an area that Spurs might look to try and strengthen in? Maybe signing a, a versatile attacker. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure. It depends, I think, on, on the opportunities. It depends if Brian Hill will leave the club or not again because some Spanish club want him on loan. And so we have to see what Tottenham will decide at this point. But at the moment, it's not the priority. I think the priority is the midfielder situation. Let's see what happens with Malinowski, for example, who is a player who they had in the list in the summer. Malinowski was... I can't say close, but was the priority of Tottenham in the summer. They were hoping for Atalanta to accept a loan deal with a buy option included. I am told the player would love to join Tottenham. So the player dreams of Premier League in general and Tottenham would be a big dream for, for him. But at the moment, it depends on Atalanta. Atalanta want at least 15, 17 million euros for Marinovsky. They are not accepting the loan. And so let's see if Tottenham will decide to act or not. But I think that will be the priority more than a traditional striker. Maybe if Tottenham will be able to complete all the other signings before the end of the window, it could be... Uh, open to to consider opportunities for the striker, but at the moment it's not the main focus. Fab, I know time's pressing against us. I need to. I want to close the show. We ask you about departures and contracts, but before I do, just you mentioned about central midfielders. There, can you confirm whether uh, Alexis McAllister is an opportunity that Spurs might look at this window? Or I think Tete? it's going to be really difficult for uh, for McAllister to leave in January because Brighton will will try to keep will try to keep him at least until the end of the season. That Zerbi is in love with him, so I think it's going to be really difficult. I don't see it as an easy easy option. I saw I, I also saw on KC these rumors of an official bid from Tottenham. From what I'm told, Barcelona have not received any official bid yet for for KC and they want to keep the player until the end of the season they have problems with the financial fair play so they want to keep the same squad until the end of the season and then I think for the summer we have to keep an eye on KC because Premier League could be an option but at the moment there are no no negotiations yet okay Fab final two from us can you just confirm for clarification do Spurs need to offload players i.e the likes of Hill, Saar, Tanganga before they can bring some of these players in that you've mentioned See, I think it's not that automatic. So it's not just um, that kind of process, but they are trying to. They are trying to offload players. 
again, Brian Hill, let's see what happens with Spanish clubs. Uh, Tanganga, there is always a lot of interest in Italy, but we have to see what kind of conditions. So they're trying to find solutions with the outgoings. Let's see what happens with Emerson Royal. For example, in the summer, Atletico Madrid were interested, then nothing happened, but uh, we have to see if some clubs will return for him. And then we will see for the, for the new signings. Okay, Fab. Final question. Uh, there has been some reports that Spurs are looking to potentially offer Eric Dyer a new contract. And also, can you tell us where we are with Harry Kane's contract, just those final two from our end there? I think it's too, it's too early for Harry Kane, but it's something that will be discussed in the next month. Uh, again, I think, as we always say, also here, it depends also on the future of Antonio Conte, because they have a strong connection. Conte loves Kane, and if Conte will stay, it's because he has some guarantees on Kane staying at the club. So for Conte, it's absolutely um, crucial to keep Harry Kane at the club. And for Harry Kane, it's really important to show ambition and continue with, uh, with Antonio Conte as a manager. So I think this is going to be a key point for the contract negotiation, but uh, Daniel Levy doesn't want to lose the player. So at the moment, there is nothing with other clubs, and the price priority for Tottenham is to extend this contract. So there will be further conversations in the next in the next months. And for Eric Dyer, I told it's a possibility, but it's still not something in advanced stages. So I think we have to follow that one after the January transfer window or in the next few weeks. Okay, Fab, you've been very kind. Jamie, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you so much for this one. Fab, wishing you from all of us here a very healthy, happy new year. There you thank go. You. The last one on Spurs, January transfer preview from the wonderful Fabrizio Romano. From myself, Jamie, Fabrizio, please, guys, keep safe, keep well, have a healthy and happy new year. And from all of us, come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.